Hello, and welcome to the audio version of Exeter Life, a column about the people, places, and events that comprise life in Exeter, New Hampshire. I'm Laura Bricker, and Exeter also happens to be my chosen hometown. I've lived here since 1998 and written the Exeter Life column since 2013. It's now 2020, and I've decided to add an audio version of this column. You can look forward to new episodes every other week, wherever you listen to your podcasts. This week, I've been thinking a lot about how intense it is to live at this moment in history and how we all need some moments to break up that intensity. And while the word apocalypse doesn't typically conjure up thoughts of humor, this column about surviving the squirrel apocalypse did resonate with a lot of readers when it was first published. And so this week, I'm revisiting Exeter Life, Surviving the Squirrel Apocalypse. In case you're living in a bubble, the squirrel apocalypse of 2018 is upon us, and it's bad. In a nutshell, I couldn't resist. Last year was a banner year for nuts, meaning more food for squirrels, more squirrels were born, and more stayed alive. This year, that growing army of squirrels is competing for nuts. This apparently accounts for their kamikaze-like behavior, i.e. running in front of cars and generally acting a bit unhinged. Quote, I believe we have a suicidal squirrel on Route 88, Exeter resident Yvonne Zinicola shared this week. Quote, he tries to run under the wheels of my car every time I drive by. I'm considering referring him to a counselor. He's one of the lucky ones. Squirrel carnage is everywhere. The roads are covered with squished squirrels in varying death poses, which has launched a disturbing new family travel game. Hey kids, let's count the dead squirrels. I counted 108 from the lead traffic circle down Route 125 to the turn onto Route 87 recently, while Exeter fourth grader Sarah Dean passed the time on a trip from Exeter to Durham counting roadkill. 25 squirrels, a raccoon, and a porcupine. Teacher Hallie Estill counted 40 dead squirrels just from exit 2 to exit 3 on Route 101 last week. Others have seen things they wish they could unsee, like guidance counselor Sharon Spooner. Quote, I watched one yesterday on the Spalding Turnpike trying to run across three lanes of cars whizzing by, and it got run over by a few different cars as it tried to keep making it, Spooner recounted. So far, I've managed to avoid hitting one with my car, as has Barbara Rimkunis of Exeter. Quote, but not because they aren't trying to die, Rimkunis said. Every time one of them doubles back to the side of the road, I yell, live another day, squirrel. Others have not been so fortunate. Caroline Seeky watched two amorous squirrels run into the street at the perfect time for both to meet their end together. Quote, seriously, I always try to avoid critters under all circumstances, but they ran at the last second, and to avoid them would have been courting disaster, Seeky said. Exeter photographer Scott Cuckler had a similar experience. Quote, there was nothing I could have safely done, he said, of squishing a squirrel. On a serious note, none of us want to hit a squirrel, but let's use common sense. Don't swerve into another lane to avoid hitting a squirrel, instead hitting a car or a person. Really, there are plenty of squirrels to go around. Forget conversations where we complain about the weather. We are all comparing who has seen the most dead squirrels. 
Leslie Steinhauser of Newfields says Route 85 is a graveyard. Belinda Allen says Drinkwater Road is a death trap. Stratum resident Marianne Capiello said she saw six dead squirrels and a skunk just in front of Scammon's farm alone. Quote, the ride to CMS is like going through a rodent battlefield. So much roadkill, Capiello said. Some can't take the bloodbath any longer. Quote, I find it so sad and disturbing, I have to look away, said Beth Dupel of Stratum. While we were driving on 125 back from Barrington, I asked my husband to turn off in Lee because I couldn't stand seeing all of the squirrel damage. It was a much more pleasant ride through the back roads of Lee, Newmarket, and Newfields to get home. I almost think the town should bring out the snowplows to clean up the mess. But is that even possible? I asked Bill Boynton, spokesperson for the New Hampshire Department of Transportation, about how the state can get rid of the growing body count. The unusual amount of squirrel roadkill is not confined to any one location, he said, and it is being addressed by the New Hampshire DOT Highway Maintenance Forces when they can as part of their regular maintenance responsibilities, Boynton said. The sheer volume out there makes it somewhat problematic as they cannot stop all other activities to address the issue. And yes, he said, snowplows can help take care of the problem, but they won't be out there until it snows. Exeter Highway Superintendent Jay Perkins said Exeter's crews are also not out picking up squirrels. Quote, no, we do not do that because we could fill a pickup truck every day, he joked, and that is enough to feed 10 needy families and make 100 hats and mittens. Meanwhile, the walkway in front of my house has become a hazard zone where it's highly likely I'll get taken out by an acorn dropped by the increasingly bold squirrels who have moved in. I can't help feel like I'm in a Stephen King story and that squirrels have a message for us that we've not yet deciphered, that where they're going to kill us while we sleep. Scott Ruffner has noticed more squabbles among squirrels, some of which have been entering in his garage every day. One even broke onto his screen porch. They've gotten very comfortable and don't react to human presence the way they used to, Ruffner observed. Perkins pointed out that squirrel hunting season in New Hampshire is open. Yes, apparently that is a real thing. I looked at the Fish and Game website where I learned that gray squirrel season runs from September 1st through January 31st. You are limited to five squirrels per day and need a hunting license. So maybe we are missing an opportunity. In a bit of ironic timing, the World Championship Squirrel Cook-Off was just held in Bentonville, Arkansas on September 8th. Now I can't imagine chomping on a squirrel, but these folks say we are missing out. The event is held to promote 100% organic, free-range, natural squirrel as one of history's most important food sources. It is also a good way for the public to try firsthand what the rest of us know already. Squirrel is good, their website states. Call it tree bacon, limb chicken, or a bird feeder vandal. It makes a mean dinner if you cook it the right way. This year's winner was the Mac and Squirrel Burger. A jalapeno bacon squirrel burger with deep-fried macaroni and cheese buns topped with a chili and jalapeno jelly sauce. The burger included a side salad with squirrel bacon bits and a squirrel bone broth vinaigrette. To wash it down, the entry offered a bloody squirrel, a Bloody Mary with a squirrel bone broth shooter. I don't even think the addition of vodka could make me try squirrel. So it's back to watching and wondering if the squirrel army knows something we don't. Clearly, John Snow Squirrel outside my house knows winter is coming, and from the way he's acting, 
We all need to be ready. So thanks so much for joining me for this episode of Exeter Life. You can find me online at Laura Bricker Author on Facebook or on Twitter at Laura Bricker. If you're interested in crime and true crime, you can hear me every week on the podcast Crime Writers On. Meanwhile, I hope you'll listen in again to this podcast because I've still got a lot of stories to tell about life in Exeter. Exeter.